How is it going? Welcome to Legacy Respawn Podcast, your weekly source of video game news, reviews, and impressions. My name is Andrew, and joining me virtually is the fibrous one, the Apex Out, Jacob. Hello. <laughs> I forgot where <laughs> my button was and mute myself. <laughs> Just stay uh, permanently muted. You know when you have your mouse? I had my mouse turned up too high, and I was like moving an inch in it. It was flying past the mute button. I was like, come on. <laughs> I had drink in my mouth. It was a rough time. Anyway, hey. Hi. I've been slowly training myself with that DPI button to uh, increase it ever so slightly until now. I'm almost like a mousing god on my computer. <laughs> That's I got mine. I just mashed her all the way to the top. And That's scary. Well, my setting one. I'm not I'm not turned up. What is this thing? Like a 15,000 something. Yes, yeah, it's, it's something retarded like that. I think mine's 16. Yeah, 16. Yeah. Okay, well, mine's 12, and I'm nowhere near that. I'm sitting at a cool 3,200. Uh, what is mine? 9,000. Oh, that's where you're... <laughs> I told you, I've been inching it up. Hold on, I'm going to jump to it just for right now. Just to get the feel, just to get the, the glimpse of what it's like to uh to ever so mouse smoothly across your screen. I can't even pull the slide bar to it. It's flying <laughs> past it. Is that what this is? That's you? That's me right there. Yeah. You don't have to move your hand, really. You just have to like almost like twitch a little bit and you can get where you're going. You that's know, the, that's that's the best part. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to move. <laughs> Let me back myself down. Myself in. Crazy, but I bought a I didn't buy. I was at work and I needed a new mouse and I found uh, it was one of the uh, Logitech's mouse. They have uh I don't even know what it was called, light speed or something. Yeah, but it, yeah. But it, but it had the the toggles for the DPI on it. But it had like it was ambidextrous because most okay. mice are made right handed because it's very unfair world we live in. But anyways, <laughs> so I get the IT guy get me this mouse and uh, I have it on like I don't know, probably something like that, nine thousand maybe at work. And he had to come over and mess with my computer for something one day, and he grabs my mouse and he was like. My like my dear God, like how do you even how do you even use this? <laughs> so he ended up just using the touchpad on my uh, laptop. <laughs> He's like, "What? What did you do?" It's <laughs> like, man. But I anyways, work myself up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I've been doing though. Like, I don't, I don't just jump to like that amount. I just change it ever so slightly until you just you're used to it. Then it just feels normal. You made me feel like my hands are. I had little babies. So, <laughs> gotta bump it up over a week now. When you uh, play like games, it's like do, do, like a first person game. Well, I was playing that gas station simulator, and you can like just spin the dude around like so fast in that game, like just <laughs> with with like a flick of like not even a flick of the wrist, like it's just a, a small wave. And, uh, you can really get around like real fast. Oh, I bet. You don't have to. I don't know, like scroll through the mouse pad. And what's something that used to really irritate me, this is going to be a random thing. But like if you got if your DPI is like really low, like on like I think the typical amounts like a thousand on a mouse, I think mm-hmm. like you, your hand always ends up off the edge of the mouse pad somewhere. And that's that's yeah. like extremely annoying to me. I don't know. So now I can just like almost permanently place it in the middle and I don't have to I don't have to move my wrist just just to, just the left and right. Uh, straight. I don't have to be bothered <laughs> <laughs> by moving my whole arm. Yeah, no more are cramps for me. Nope. 
anyways, that's how I justify it. And maybe there's other people like that, but probably not. <laughs> probably not. I'm probably the weird one out. But anyways, video game podcast. Hey, I got something for you. As soon as I remember it. As soon as you remember I it. I remember it. <laughs> How about that old uh, GTA uh, nonsense? The new ones releasing. Yes, I don't have much. I didn't try it. Review. But I did. Uh, I, I breezed through an article uh, briefly before, like earlier today. And they were just talking about how they uh, had like, I think like 2000 reviews on Metacritic where they were just, they were bombing it basically saying it's just not a worthy rock star edition, but, uh, but apparently you got firsthand experience. So I'm, I'm excited to hear. Yeah. They, they loaded up uh San Andreas on game pass only. And I was, I didn't even know they were doing that. So I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. And, um, I mean, things look smoother and textures and, and stuff. That part's nice. But everything is kind of. So like the lighting in the beginning, it all kind of feels like dark and they just like darkened areas or made like certain shadows like way darker just to hide other things to not fix. <laughs> um, I think wasn't the older games. They were like hazy and foggy. So uh, kind of cover up certain. Graphical thing, in a sense. I I wouldn't say that used that like over the top though. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like Nintendo Switch fog. Okay, it wasn't like that. The for for this though, it just seemed like they they just made stuff really dark to kind of like hide things. That was like my first thing. It it wasn't too bad. I was like, cool. Let me play some more. And just it was. I don't know. I had the subtitles on. Those were glitchy. I saw like mirror copies of them underneath of it. Like it was a scroll wheel. <laughs> uh, just the controls were really clunky. I mean, it was clunky before, but they were like really, really clunky. And I was just uh, the, some of the faces and models of the characters. It was just, it, it doesn't feel like it should be, uh, a, what is it considered a remaster on a next gen console? Yeah, it's, it's a remaster. I, I don't understand why they label it as such when it's just like a more or less like a doctored up port. Yeah. Uh, from what I've seen. And like you said, the faces and the modeling of the faces were like really disappointing. I mean, they did not even they still had like a polygonal. Geez. Uh, <laughs> you can still see all the. Uh, I don't know, the, the facial structure. It wasn't even to like the level of like GTA four. Yeah, it was still very it was very PS2 uh, looking. So it was really rough. I played for about an hour, hour and a half, and it was I don't know. It was laggy on some of the missions. Um, Some of the stuff wouldn't register like hitboxes. When I was trying to spray paint one of the walls, I spray painted somebody completely behind me across the street. (laughs) It was uh, it was rough, like to the point where I was like, you know what, mm, I might, I might not need to come back and play this for a little bit. No, no, I, and D, and San Andreas is like one of the best ones. I I say till date of one of the Grand Theft Autos. The story was decent, pretty mm-hmm. good. It had like the the map was I thought brilliantly done for a PS2 game. Like, and it only had load screens between cities. 
Uh, I think so. Yeah, between your like big areas. But the areas were pretty large, each one individual. It was it was a massive game for PS2. And it's yeah. it's phenomenal that it even ran on that. But coming to nowadays, like the I mean it's really dated, but the fact being that like if you're gonna like take it like if you're gonna take the original one down and re release a remastered one, at least put the effort into it. Uh you know, it's supposed to have been like this big twentieth anniversary GTA thing or whatever and I don't think that trilogy really speaks to that. No, they removed the other trilogies, so you can't even go back and play one that was a little more balanced. <laughs> yeah, I would rather just yeah. play the original, like the old one, just because I know that's how it's supposed to look. Not, I don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want it to look like. If I know it's a new game and it looks like a really old, uh, old game, then I, I start to lose interest. Like this is not, not what I want. I also forgot how much everyone yells at CJ in the beginning and tells him he needs to leave. He needs to eat some cheeseburgers. <laughs> he needs to go cut his hair. And I think I stopped right after the mission and it made me laugh because I forgot about it is when they tell you to go to the drive through to get some food and big smoke orders like 20 things on the menu while everything else is happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a pretty famous scene. Yeah, I forgot all about that. <laughs> um, but I'd say it's a big old wait, unless you're really itching to play San Andreas on your new system. I wouldn't <laughs> say go buy it. Yeah, I, I guess you can't say. Cause I, I got to think it back too that uh, Rockstar did put an article out that we did bring onto the show about how they were going to use new and old graphics to make the trilogies. What you can't say they lied. You know that's what they did to bring these games to life. So I don't know how you stand on that, but I would think they would have at least brought it to a level of like, like GTA four. I think it would have been acceptable. True. Yeah. They didn't even get there though. No, they said GTA three is awful. Yeah. I heard it was really unplayable. And the switch versions were even worse than everything else. I would not, I would never even purchase this on the switch. In my opinion, (laughs) Which one of the stores pulled it? I can't remember if it was a PlayStation. Uh, that's a possibility. It it might have been PlayStation, which uh, is good if that's their new thing. Like, hey, we're not going to have these games on our console if they're broke. I mean, that's pretty much what they say. I mean, they've been standing by that lately. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, it's good that you can just find like quality content in the store and, uh, not have to dig through it. I mean, if you go on your Switch online store, it's like you really got to dig through uh, a bunch of crap to find like a good game on there. Yeah, the Switch one's like the Steam uh, store. It's a lot of good things, but there's a whole lot of garbage. Yes, there's <laughs> a bunch of trash on there. Uh, let's see. I think it's been uh, pulled from PC. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been pulled for PC uh, due to some files unintentionally included in the PC version, whichever, whatever that means. Bring it back the hot coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, a, I don't know. That's cool topic for that shows how old we are. Yeah, the San Andreas had a lot of controversy surrounding it back in whatever year that was. When did that come out? 20, yes, 2007. 2006 
Probably. Mm. I typed the wrong thing. 2004. Oh, even older. Even older than I thought. I would still probably play the 2004 one first. Yeah. Especially, they sold a lot of copies of this game. Like, if you have this in your in your storage somewhere, just whip that out and just play that. Forgot Thank Sam you. Jackson voiced somebody in it. Yeah, he did. He's like one of the first people you hear. You know, he had to have his uh, his part in there. You know, but that's a shame. I I, I didn't have yeah. high, I didn't have high hopes for it. To be honest with you, I knew, I kind of I didn't plan on buying it <laughs> just because of the fact I knew it wasn't going to be whatever I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I, like, there's no way that game was it was going to come. Ideally, yeah, we want this game to look like at least GTA Five coming out the block. You know, having the physics and stuff like that, like of GTA Five, and all of that working out well. And I, like I said, I would accept it even lower than that, like GTA Four ish for all three copies. Yeah, uh, and been cool with that. But they could have definitely uh, stepped it up. I think they should have released it with with like. A mi- like a mix of old and new and all this like shaders in it and, and lighting is good in spots and bad in others like they should have known this is Rockstar I mean this isn't like no little company <laughs> <laughs> you definitely got the money pulling in from it yeah they got billions and billions of dollars so let's, let's, let's be real they could have dropped mad money into this and it would have sold probably extremely well but now it's probably not going to sell like many copies at all they could have redone it like uh, RE2 they could have that amount of money. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's the point of of doing this? And why do why do you put them in a trilogy? You could have just remade. Like, you know how appreciative people would be if you remade GTA Three in like in like Red Dead Redemption 2's engine and mm. like the Rage engine or whatever whatever engine is they use, like something like that. And people would have been like, "Wow, this is this is extremely good." And then they would, and then just drop like Vice City in like a year, and then drop San Andreas in a year, and then after that, then you could have sold all three in the trilogy of like the remastered trilogy. And then you could sold your GTA Six. Yep. After Dude, that, we just mar- it was a perfect marketing run for Rockstar right there. They could have made billions on that. I think we need to be consultants. That's what they should have done. Yeah, because that would have bought them. They would have been this year GTA Three, next year Vice City, then San Andreas. There's three years. Then the next following year, they could have done the, the trilogy pack in preparation for GTA 6. That's what they should have done. And they, and they could have thrown 4 and 5 in later on after that. Yep. Too bad. It's a real shame. I mean, they, I think they really got a Mr. Mark capitalizing on that, you know. Yep. These big companies having these these hiccups trying to cut corners. Is it is it like once you get a degree and you start running a business, do they just become like blatant idiots? Like I don't I don't understand how you just don't realize like that's a dumb idea. Like, <laughs> like he was like, oh, that game looks great. Put that on. Uh, go ahead and launch you know, that. Run that. <laughs> like who's doing? Who made that decision? It's like, oh no, it looks good. They're gonna yeah, like it. It's delegated to other people, and then those people delegate it to somebody else, and it kind of loses its. You know, quality along the way, quality checks, depending yeah. on how many other things those people are working on, too. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's true. I mean, they, they, it's got to be some kind of standard. I mean, I mean, you got games like Cyberpunk coming out. Now you had a GTA trilogy that looks like freaking doo doo. Uh, <laughs> like, like, come on now. Doo-doo. And, and but the problem is you got games like Demon Souls, Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes. And these games look phenomenal, like brand new games. 
Yeah. So how can you how can you hold an argument like, oh, you know, this GTA trilogy is great. Let's put it out. Like, like, what are you comparing you know this doesn't. to? <laughs> it's ter- terrible decision making. I don't know. And the Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, the Final uh, Fantasy VII remake. remake. Fantastic. Like these remakes coming out are like fantastically remade. <laughs> well, like I said, I, you know what I. <laughs> I had a segue uh, to, to something else, but it was earlier and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> um, so let me tell you why. Uh, <laughs> Squares, Squaresoft? Yeah. Squaresoft. <laughs> yeah. It didn't sound right when I said it. Anyway, while they wasted a code on me for Elden Rings. <laughs> 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 and I mean, I saw other people deny, like people that I know, and then you said you didn't even get an email back. I wasn't even worthy to receive a response. So. A denial. <laughs> I didn't even get the denial. <laughs> but I got one, and I got in there, and I, uh, you know, the first five minutes, that spent, well, I probably spent 15 to 20 making that person. And then trying to decide what I was going to do. And then walk 20 feet out the front door. And then there's a boss. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to beat him. So I embarrassingly spent way too long and didn't beat him. And that summed up most of my first uh, playthrough of that. (laughs) Yeah, it was. uh, Uh, I guess. uh, How many sessions did you take part in? Uh, I've done two so far. And the last one is tonight. I didn't play the second one for the full amount of time. Gotcha. That was only uh, what, uh, like an hour, maybe or less. Um, what I did play through, though, the second time I actually ignored a lot of the things. Leading up to that, I decided finally, you know, I'm not going to mess with that boss anymore. I'll come back after I level up some. So I was like, cool, I'll go this way. And I went through another giant doorway. And then um, something else falls on top of my head that's like a, a giant, I think is actually what it was. And that immediately murdered me. Mm. So I was like, awesome, I'll go the other other way. So that was nice. And I'm running along in this water and like, oh, there's some pretty, pretty stuff out here. Huge, huge map. Um, <laughs> and I saw this enemy and it looked like a giant like turtle or like a turtle egg or, or something like an egg sitting on the back. So I run over <laughs> and I punched it. And I was like, oh, I got to hit it again because it didn't die. And then all of a sudden a dragon flies down and sits on top of my head. And I screamed and ran. I, mm. I screamed loud in person. <laughs> I took off running. And I was like, you know what? There's nowhere I can actually go in this map. So that ended my first session. Wow. The second one I came back in, I found a couple more. Uh, they're not bonfires, but they're bonfires without being bonfires. <laughs> I found a couple more of those. I found your actual person that you can level up. So I was like, cool. Um, I ended up finding another boss after I ran around. A lot of different enemy types. I did beat that boss. Um, felt good. And and tried to go around to a couple more areas. And I've, I've seen like screenshots of stuff that I never even saw in here. So I think the, uh, what the beta, the test had about 10 hours of stuff gameplay. I think that's a a lot, you know, 
I think it's what, what they were saying. It's about that much of content in there. And I, um, I experienced about 30 minutes of uh, content in my <laughs> probably four to five hours of playtime. <laughs> uh, so they really, um, they really shot high with me on that one. So I'll be surprised if I don't get on there and they cut my service. <laughs> like, wow, we really wasted data on this. All we've got is how many times he died at this one boss. <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you what the problem is. I could not untrain my brain to stop doing the same thing. I, I'm really rusty. It's been a while since I've played a Souls game in general. Yeah, you used to be a, a real Soulsy boy, you know? <laughs> and before <laughs> this, I was playing Bloodborne. I wasn't playing because this feels a little more similar to Dark Souls and uh, uh, what you call it, Sekiro combined. Mm. A little bit of that instead of like where that, where Sekiro felt a little bit more like Bloodborne and something completely different. Yeah, it was like they threw a jump button in and for whatever reason that threw me off completely. Because I didn't play much of Sekiro, so I was thrown off by that, but I just like kept running to the side of this boss and sitting right under his arm, which I knew he was going to, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what word I was going to use for that. <laughs> it's either going to be Hawk smash. He, he kind of like mashed me like a mole every time. Like a hammer like fist. Like a mole. Yeah. <laughs> Big old hammer fist to my noodle. And it, and I just kept running to the same spot and I was like, what am I doing? All I got to do is roll the opposite way. Nope. I get all up in that arm. All up in that arm. Swinging on them. Uh, nope. I can't say that. Swinging on. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm going to try it again tonight. Hope for the best. Um, hope that I didn't waste their uh, network test from me. Yeah, I can only imagine uh, some of the people jumping in that game and probably had the same fate as you, especially if they put a ball straight at the opening door. Uh, that's super antagonizing yeah. to, uh, they're, try to they're like wandering bosses. Did you see the, uh, the iconic ch- chariot with the, the two things pulling it or whatever? I think that wasn't supposed to be in there. Yeah. The, uh, with the like little kind of giants pulling it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like some kind of chariot or something they were pulling. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what that was. I kind of snuck up on it, and I was like, this is weird. I think you can kill all those people. Uh, I didn't even mess with them. So you might want to... <laughs> I climbed up on the back of the chariot and sat there for a little bit. I was like, oh, there's a chest in here. <laughs> um, that's as far as that went. I jumped off, and then a large uh, man who looked like a, a Viking uh, decided I didn't need to uh, live anymore. I think that's the, <laughs> the story of the game. <laughs> he won. Uh, would would you compare it to, uh, you know, does it, I, it seems like from what you're saying, it sounds very from software-ish. It does, yeah, yeah. So. It, it definitely is there. My biggest thing, and it's probably in there, and I'm probably just dumb, but I couldn't figure out how to two-hand a weapon, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also did hear uh, they uh, they were more enforceful on using magic. Is that is that yeah. something that you've seen? So I, I actually picked uh like with the magic class that it lets you do on there. I don't, I don't know if the final game's going to have these pre-built characters the way it is, or if it kind of gives you like a, a little bit of stuff to start out with. But I was using, you had a good amount of armor, like a knight's armor with a couple magic uh, moves. And then you had um, a wing spear. 
as well, which is a little weird. But one of the magic moves you can kind of swing. It was like the uh, I forgot what it was called, like magic weapon, where you kind of like made a big sword mm. out of magic. Oh, I'm down for that. That sounds. That so sounds I was a. I was throwing that in whoever's booty hole that I could get close to. Whoever wants to receive that. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Which was definitely the first boss <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. I like that idea. I like how they, uh, I've, I've yet to this day made a magic character on a, a dark souls game. Uh, so that's probably why I never beat one. Uh, cause I heard that it really attunes into the difficulty. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I think that might be something I do in the future for one of these games, but, <laughs> she was watching me play and she was like you don't worry you'll get it i was like don't lie to me don't lie to me <laughs> i've been playing the same thing for the past hour she was like and then she went to sleep she's like don't worry you'll beat it i didn't beat it, <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> you wake her up middle of the night <laughs> you lied to uh, me <laughs> I, it's just it's like a whole like five inches from her face <laughs> staring yeah. fire <laughs> I had to stop yelling. It, it was rough. Uh, sounds like my uh, every every boss fight I had in Dark Souls. I'm so. excited to go back. Definitely, to super stoked. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did hear it. It felt more entwined to a bigger audience. Uh, yeah, difficulty wise, sure. I heard it was like a little bit more forgiving uh, than some of the other entries. Yeah, I just felt so like. I guess it's been so long since I played a Souls game that I just felt so out of the loop or rusty or it's so the map's so open uh, where they start to. I don't know if that's how it's going to start when the actual game comes out. But I just I was so lost. I was like, I had no idea where I need to go because I can go anywhere. Like, yeah, that part's a little hard for me to get used to because I'm so used to the Souls game being somewhat linear in, in a way you can go places but there is like a, a certain set of things you need to go do yeah it's pretty much like a linear level design with different paths to get to mm-hmm. like wherever but but no, that's great yeah. uh, it sounds it sounds good uh, i hope it turns out as good as it they've been making it out to be especially from a from software game i'm pretty sure by the time this comes out in february it's gonna be well put together and and the area that you're mentioning i was like Lim, limberg or something limb something yeah Yep. That that area is actually a small portion of a bigger area. Uh, they did say, <laughs> "Cool." So, so it's so it is like a dedicated uh, small test area that they they did put out into that. So if okay. it, if it felt overwhelming of a, of an area, just to just keep in mind that's a small portion of that Limburg area that they put you in. Limburger, uh, Limburger, whatever Limburger. it was. So it's, no, it, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I'm assuming that the map is going to be pretty massive on that on that scale. But awesome! I really feel like I need to um, before this comes out. I need to go back and actually play uh, and finish uh, Sekiro. It, it feels like I'm feels like I've, I've goofed. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, shoot! I need to I need to send you this. I meant to send it to you before we even started. What you got? But I'll get it. I'll send it over to you. Gotcha. Unless you want to talk about it. No, it's that video I was saying. Video. Uh, the one that's like a mix of, it looks like to me, Bloodborne and Bioshock. Anyways, while you look that up, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. 
And you can also get the show ad free on patreon.com slash legacy respawn, where you can support the show. Cause we greatly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And as always, you know, that's always a good thing. And on today's show, besides this thing he's looking up, we got Pokemon 25th anniversary. We got Microsoft planning a big surprise, uh, maybe getting some Halo Infinite free to play multiplayer early. Back mm. for, we got a back for blood roadmap, which looks fantastic. Jeff Keighley announcing there's going to be double digits uh, games uh, featured at the Game Awards. Not new. Not new games. Yes, not new. Uh, we got new exclusives for Xbox Obsidian. And compulsion, and uh, you might be getting your hands on Fable Four a little bit early. Mm, I like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see this. It's the Pinocchio game, right? Is it? Yeah, that's what it. That's what it stands for. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you played Pinocchio. You blowing my whole world again. <laughs> <laughs> this game looks it. It looks fantastic, actually. It yeah. looks it looks much more gory than a Souls game. Mm-hmm. Like the the hack and slash mechanics, but it looks very bloodborne ish when it comes to the, the the combat. Yeah, just your movements, but that uh, the enemies you're fighting, it feels so much like uh, Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, and so does the atmosphere. Oh. It looks it looks really good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you're you're Pinocchio. Uh, I don't know why he's sword fighting and doing the things, but. You've blown my whole mind today. I don't know why that's uh, I don't, I don't know the story of Pinocchio besides, you know, he, he, he told too many lies and he's, he just wanted he's to be a, a real boy. Yeah. I was going to say he is a uh, <laughs> real boy. <laughs> he just want to be a real boy. But in this, uh, the trailer looks like he just wants to be a murderer, but <laughs> whatever. Oh, it's called lies of P for anybody. that. Uh, oh yeah. That would have been helpful. I keep thinking it says life, life of P, but I made that up in my head. Because that's like uh, that the movie Life Life of Pi, uh, or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. With the, with the tiger. Yeah. I, I've never watched it. Just the name stuck to me, you know. But yeah. Lies of P. Hey, so, I guess I could have read the description. <laughs> inspired by the classic Italian novel Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio! Oh, Pinocchio! Man, we're doing really good today. We hey, are, you know, I haven't even read the first story, and it's already been 31 minutes. Great. <laughs> just cut everything that I've talked about. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, well, I, I would say you could skip the 31 minutes at this point to get the real the, the news, but you wouldn't know that until <laughs> you, you got here, huh? <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, always, I always forget the fact that uh, it's not like I put timestamps in here, you know. You're right. You know, I just let them wing it and hope uh, they land in the right spot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, story number one, we got the Pokemon Company marks its 25th anniversary with $25,000 Crystal Pikachu. Oh, yeah. So I added this to my shopping cart already. Uh, I had to call you. You have to call the company directly uh, and they're only making a limited amount. So if you get this in the mail soon, uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, it's coming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, um, (laughs) I'll display this directly in the middle of our uh, living room <laughs> on a large podium. Yeah, a large podium made of glass as well. Made of glass. Yeah. yeah. With like the studio light shining on it. So it, like the, the crystallized you know, sparkles. It's very childproof. Yes. <laughs> but Chris, Chris of VGC says that the Pokemon company has collaborated with a French fine crystal manufacturer 
Baccarat, I guess is how you would say it. I'm sure yeah, it's, it works for me. It's probably got a little uh, a little twang on it, like Baccarat. Maybe. <laughs> Baccarat. Like that. <laughs> 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 Anyways, not trying to make fun of their name, but to make a <sighs> Pikachu statue worth $25,000, the Pikachu fragment was made to uh, commemorate the 25th anniversary of Pokemon and will be limited to 25 pieces. So you're going to get one of those 25. That's what I meant to tell you. Uh, designed by Japanese artist Hiroshi Fujiwara, the statue stands nearly a foot tall. It can be ordered from the official Baccarat store for $25,000 or purchased from its stores in Tokyo, Paris, New York, London, Hong Kong, and Singapore. Oh, New York. We about to make a trip. Yeah, we could we could fire uh, the old vehicle up right there and uh, <laughs> drive up. Trip. It is a day <laughs> trip. We could we could go there and come back. If a twenty five grand Pikachu is a little more out of your price, Baccarat is also making small crystal Pokemon items for just over four hundred dollars. Mm. A smaller crystal Pikachu is available to pre order for four hundred and forty bucks and stands at five point seven inches tall. Hey, that's not bad though. That's a little more. Uh, I'm I'm cool with the price, but the size is, it throws me off. I'm still looking for that that big footer Pikachu, you know. <laughs> big footer. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the company is also selling a crystal Pokeball for four hundred and ten dollars, which can be used as a paperweight <laughs> or placed along <laughs> on a shelf. I like how they're trying to designate a purpose to buy this. At least they're honest. <laughs> yeah, you can use a paperweight. It's dressed in a gold mesh and is two point seven inches in diameter. Pokeball is also available now. The small Pikachu is released on November 17th. And anyone interested in the Pikachu fragment needs to contact Baccarat directly to order. Oh, man, I'm about to pull this up. Pull that up. It is very nice looking. Uh, if somebody, you can find this article on Video Game Chronicles. Uh, or you can probably just Google Crystal Pikachu. It's probably super popular on Google. But it looks really, really nice. Uh, I don't know the value of Crystal. And the workmanship that goes in it, but it looks, I don't know if it's worth 25,000, but if you're collectors and there's only 25 of these in the, in the population, that's probably why the price is so high, but yeah, it looks very, uh, looks good. It oh. looks like a, a cube of ice really melted. It a does. Bit. The smaller one though. I really like that. The smaller one has more detail, but it doesn't have that, um, crystal look to it. Like the diamond cut on it. I guess. Yeah, it looks more of a glass. Uh, yeah, like a glass blown. Fine glass. Yeah, but it, I mean, it looks fantastic as well. The the, the Pokeball also looks great. Uh, they do look very very fine pieces to add to a collection. And at four hundred bucks for something like this, maybe that's in your price range. And in, in your avid Pokemon collector, absolutely, it's probably the way to go. This um, I I actually really like that. I don't have that much money just to throw. For this little one, but that's uh pretty awesome. It's really good craftsmanship in it. Yeah, it looks really, really no, good. No wonder there's very small amounts of them. I'm sure because they're, I mean, they're handmade. Oh yeah, definitely. It's it doesn't look like anything's machine done. Besides, no. like the polishing or, or, but you're using a machine to polish it. But I still consider that hand done. <laughs> <laughs> you're still <That's> <laughs> you're risking them fingies. It's handmade. <laughs> with the With hands a of a machine. It's not like a machine's holding it. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I wasn't arguing what you said. Just, just how you said it, I thought, really. Really defined handmade. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, though. Uh, 
So November, November 17th, which is three days away. I'm, I'm getting it. Snatching her up. Snatch that up. Story number two. Halo Infinite store page could point to a surprise early multiplayer release. So all those Xbox fanboys out there with uh, Game Pass. Oh. Might get a oh. get a little uh, arousal here soon. Oh, it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> but Andy, Andy Robinson at VGC says Microsoft could be planning a surprise early release for Halo Infinite's free-to-play multiplayer mode. That's according to a date reference found in the source code for the game's official store page. Twitter used user Adam Fairclout discovered on Friday that the page contained multiple uses of the date November fifteenth, twenty twenty-one, and the time eighteen hundred. These dates are used to reference the pre-order release date. This roughly matches the time when Microsoft is set to hold a special 20th anniversary Xbox Live stream. Microsoft has previously said it won't announce any games during Monday's event, but urged fans to tune in. Shortly after the website data was published, Microsoft seemingly updated Halo Infinite store page to change, this, change to its game release date of December 8th. Having originally been scheduled for release on November 2020 as an Xbox Series X-S launch title, Halo Infinite will now be released for consoles on and PC on December 8th, 2021. Halo Infinite's campaign will be released alongside the game's free-to-play multiplayer component. So if you look at some source code for the store page of Microsoft, it showed some pictures on Twitter. I didn't post those in here, but it, it referred to that date inside the code uh, of the store page. Not to say that it's going to release then, but that's what they're speculating, that they're going to be like, bam, here's some some Halo action for you. What do you, what do you say? You think that's going to happen? Yeah, I think it's going to be something. I feel like maybe they'll be like, oh... If for Game Pass owners, you can go play now or like only like a piece of it or maybe like Team Deathmatch and I don't know, free for all. Uh, possible. I, I have no idea what, what they could be planning. I don't know. Or they'll just be like, just kidding. Here's two new Halo games. Also, I just wanted to point out this is the 20th anniversary for Xbox. And uh, I know both of us own the original Xbox. So how does that make you feel? Oh, old as normal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as normal. Uh, <laughs> I I started uh, realizing that if I'm using the like playing something on the computer where it's like real real key heavy, that I now get uh, cramps in my hand after about an hour. It's because you got to remap uh, them. You got to remap them keys, man. <laughs> It's really bringing the age in. <laughs> it's all the graveyard keepers and keeping. <laughs> well, that's the one I was going to say. <laughs> really, man, I played a little bit of that last night too. That's a that's a swell game for people that like farming Sims. I'm surprised uh, you don't you link know. your uh, your controller to it. You know what? That's too smart to do. Who would <laughs> think about that? Even though they're sitting right in front of a you know on their I, computer. I got it. Like I know you probably got like sixteen Xbox One controllers laying around. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I just had to get a new one. <laughs> so I know you can you can incorporate that into your your un- uncramping uh, medicated uh, process. I just feel like it's easier uh, to use the mouse to select things than trying to this is use true your joystick to scroll through or to to go do stuff. I mean, I guess you got to make that judgment on your own. Uh, 
like how how long can you can you go with the cramping and how many how many years does that take off your dexterity of your hands right um, how many tears can fall before you're yeah. like you know what i'll take a break <laughs> or could you just switch to controller and and just have to have to deal with the, the inadequate menu selection you know i don't have time for it it's, it's a real it's a juggle you know you could be one but, of those uh, those weird people that play using both uh, use oh. mouse, use the mouse and, and keyboard uh, in collaboration with the controller. No, that's, that's not a bad idea. There's people that use. Uh, I've seen somebody plays Halo. I think it was Halo, but they use like the right half of the controller, I guess, to like move around and stuff. Oh, to do your movement, and then the, then the mouse to use uh, as the aiming. Aiming. That's, you, you tell you tell me how unorthodox that is, but whatever. I don't know. I feel like that could work, work pretty well. <laughs> uh, that hurts my brain thinking about it. I'm just saying, when you could you could you could use one of the 16 controllers, <laughs> and you could okay. use you could use half of one, so you'd still have 15 and a half controllers left. Uh, It'd still be good for 15 <laughs> and a half. <laughs> and, and try that method, I guess on on uh, what they did. I just tell you. November 15th, which is tomorrow. <laughs> it is tomorrow. To play your free which, when this comes out, it will probably be like a couple days <laughs> yeah. previous. Everything's going to be old when you when you do listen to this. And none of the dates are going to line up with anything. But <laughs> yeah. Somebody's be like, yeah. he said uh, in three <laughs> days, it was, it was I could order the Pikachu. <laughs> Lime. Yeah, you listen to I'm this sitting, a week from now. <laughs> I'm sitting over here with three Pikachus. You got all the Pikachu's because I gave everybody the wrong date. Like, ha! <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, speaking of Pokemon, I almost forgot to mention we'll be giving away a free code if anybody plays Pokemon Sword. Hmm. For a shiny, uh, let me butcher his name real quick. Eh? Yeah, do it up. Zemazenta? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Free, free code. Going to hand that out here shortly. Anybody sticks around to that point, which is it's just brutal, I'm sure. But <laughs> that'll be uh, you'll get him in sword. So if you have shield, yeah, it, you, the code will still work for you, but you won't get him yeah. <laughs> unless you have sword. That's, that's, what? <laughs> It'll still yeah. work for you, but you won't get it. <laughs> just to clarify. Yeah, the code will still go through. But, uh, yeah, you just can't have the Pokemon. Yeah, can't have that Pokemon. I did. I did like how they gave the opposite one of uh, Sword and Shield. They did. Yep. So that was smart. Uh, I'm cool with that. But I don't know anybody with Shield to get the shiny uh, other guy. I actually have a. I think I have a code for that one. I don't have a Shield game. That is what I'm saying. That's that's the that's the problem we're working with here. Yeah, yeah. I think we both have. You got a Sword copy, right? I do. Yeah. You know what? I'll uh, I'll see if I can scrounge up that other code. Maybe we'll can throw that one on the next episode. Yeah, we do that. I'll dig around. You dig around somewhere. <laughs> it's under one of the sixteen controllers. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> it, man, it's been a it's been a weird time. Well, I got that pre uh, pre sickness, <laughs> so everything yeah. just kind of yeah. You use that card to wipe your tears off from your hand cramping. <laughs> it catches my tears and ramps it down so it doesn't go down my face. Yeah. Well, that's brilliant. I know. It's brilliant. You don't have any weird breakouts on your cheeks then. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's from the oh, di- rosy, rosy reds. <laughs> what are we even? Ah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Halo. All right, Halo <laughs> coming out on December eighth. I can't wait. Can't hey, wait. Speaking of that, um, this won't matter because uh, I guess it'll be out before then. But uh, Halo Xbox has come out on the fifteenth. Yes, randomly, probably, possibly Target, Best Buy, anywhere else, maybe not. Possibly GameStop. I'm not sure on that one completely, but they didn't do pre-orders in-store. They only did them online, but sometimes they'll get them in. Yeah, it's like all the same retailers that you would get any of the consoles from this whole time. So it's it's like Walmart, Sam's Club, I think, did carry the PS5s. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they still are doing that. Uh, but I don't know. If I, have, I doubt they'll have the special edition Xbox. Come to think of it. I it'd, it'd probably be say uh, GameStop and Microsoft still have like a, uh, not a contract, but like a partnership. Mm. They, they, they started, I think last year sometime. Um, they didn't specify certain things. It was about like using certain things in their store. Like, uh, the, what are their tablets called? The, um, Surface, yep, Surface tabs, but I want to say it's also for certain products too. So maybe you get lucky. Maybe Might check be there. in. Story number three: Back for Blood roadmap reveals new co-op mode, difficulty, and solo offline release. Yeah, this is everything like everybody bad. wanted. So everything everybody wanted. But George Yang at IGN says Back for Blood is going to be going to get a bunch of new features starting in December and into 2022. These include heavily requested features like a new co-op mode, new difficulty level, and even an offline mode. Todorog has announced that this month the team will focus on a various quality of life improvements and bug fixes. The biggest feature coming in December is an offline solo mode with campaign progression. This was a much requested feature since Back for Blood requires internet connection even when playing solo. Also in December, there'll be a new supply lines and cards as well as a new ride-in. Uh, practice area card types and holiday seasonal event and 2022 there will be even more content such as new difficulty level new co-op mode melee updates and additional quality of life improvements as well as both new player and corruption cards back for blood's first story expansion tunnels of terror will also launch in 2022 as part of the game's annual pass and includes new playable characters and ride and types the pass comes with new weapons card skins and new activity types Expansion two and three are scheduled to launch later in 2022. So uh, t- a couple of things caught my eye in this uh, one, the offline mode. That's fantastic for anybody playing uh, as shifty internet or no internet. So that's great because mm-hmm. this game is very enjoyable. I think it was even enjoyable when I played the tutorial thing just with the, the AI, which was, yeah. it was still fun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it did. It is a big turnoff that you can't progress uh, as a character progression or making your own cards, which is like a good portion of like what the game's replayability is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I did see, um, it looks like they're going to have a seasonal event uh, coming this December, which I don't know what that is or what that's going to involve, but I can only imagine that they're going to dress the zombies up in, in Santa outfits. Cause that'd be great. That's what I was going to say. Everybody's <laughs> eating Christmas hats. <laughs> <laughs> But I hope I hope that is what it is, and I hope there's some kind of maybe like grinding thing to it where you can replay and earn items or something. That'd be really cool. Yeah, um, or earn cards or holiday maybe holiday themed cards that you can collect uh, that would do specific things. Maybe, maybe uh, supply lines that are 
uh, specifically like the holiday event stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. And you could put stuff to put your points too. Uh, but I think they could do a lot with this, and I, I really have a lot of high hopes for Black for Button. Uh, I think they're gonna. I think they can build on this game and make it really a like not a full live service game, but a very supported game that they can constantly just keep adding material to over and over and over. New expansions, new characters, new new enemy types, new campaigns. And I think they could really profit off of it. They just keep doing that over and over and make it enjoyable. Yeah. Um, Rainbow Six Siege is definitely an example of a game um, that they didn't make a second entry. They just continually added uh, new content regularly and and updated it new levels new uh, operators so i yeah. believe this could follow that same format and i mean it could do great uh what they've already got is is really good i can't imagine them adding a harder difficulty mode <laughs> no i don't i don't know <laughs> just by what uh <laughs> our little our little time that we played uh, a little bit together i was laid out on the bar <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he thought I was just out there being strategic. <laughs> like this man still went full prone on the bar. That's freaking so smart. Like, wow, how did he do that? He just <laughs> blended in. Oh, that's great. Now that that whole scene was fantastic. I, I really like the level design, and it, it it's linear enough that it's not like overwhelming. Like it's it's not it's not boring. I guess where it's not overly linear, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's open enough that it like it really feels open but it's not at the same time yeah the the way they've done their level design too they can reuse uh, a lot of their levels and open up new pathways to go to different spots like from uh, uh, from what i've played like maybe back travel to certain spots and it's pretty fun the the amount of uh the special zombies that are out there too is is really good and they they super mess you up it's not like one every so often too they just they are not afraid to roll out like three or four of no, the no. same or different types at one time yeah. at you. Plus yeah. a boss. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know what? The special zombies, you know, not to compare it to Left 4 Dead, but it, they, they were pretty scripted uh, in that game uh, mm-hmm. where they where they would spawn. And, and like the witch is always going to be in the same spot sitting down. Like, you know, a lot of the uh, like the spitters and, and the boomers and stuff like that, they're, they're going to be in the same spots every time yeah whereas this game it doesn't feel as such uh they don't feel scripted and there's times where you know like even the boss will like disappear go on the ground and come back somewhere else and and stuff like that that can really throw your whole battle plan out yeah i i really like what what they've done so far and just the the different cleaners are are uh, they're unique to their self enough that you don't feel like uh they're they're similar so you can you can mix your party up. I mean, you got everything from there are two different types of healers to uh, one of them is one or two of them is all like run and gun damage. Um, and then you got some like support characters uh, and then how you build your decks, too, because you constantly unlock cards. Uh, just to do different builds with different characters. Like I said, I think one of the first ones I did was like a melee style build, which was really fun. Yeah, it's something I haven't tinkered with with any any melee weapons. Uh, when I did the, the tutorial run through of that one act or, or four stages or whatever it was, every time you start, I'd pick a new gun up 
mm-hmm. just just to see what it did. Uh, but the gunplay and most of the guns are pretty pretty good. And I still I swear to it, man, that that little machine pistol thing. Once you get that thing where it shoots like on automatic, uh, that thing yeah. freaking lasers like almost anything. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's a bad little gun. I haven't messed with the rifles too much, but uh, I don't. Yeah, that I, was. I'll, I'll, one, I'll mess around next time I play. Yeah, I don't understand how that fits in. It's so it's so fast paced. I don't know how you could utilize uh, maybe a sniper rifle. The, the specials or uh, like the special zombies or maybe the bosses. Yeah, but then you would have to oh, sacrifice your primary, you know, just for a very specific scenario. I don't know. You just gotta grab a big old bat or an axe. Figure out yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe it plays out. Or, I mean, maybe if you play like a, like if you get with a group of friends that has like a, you can start doing like a role playing thing where you got a doctor and assault mm-hmm. and, and a, you know, a tactical. And maybe everybody had a role, and maybe maybe I could see it. But if you're just jumping into a game online, you probably don't want to be slinging a, a single <laughs> shot. You don't um, want to grab that fifty cal. I wanted to try. Don't get me wrong; it's just, that's one of my favorite weapons in any any shooting game. Like I usually go for a shotgun and a sniper rifle. It's the best combination known to man. So it's old school Halo. Yeah, like you get that you get that that setup, and that's it. That's game. <laughs> but. Free to playing freely with other people, maybe, maybe not so in this game. I don't know. Yeah, this game's definitely fun. It's definitely worth um, worth the money to get it. If you don't have Game Pass, if you buy on another console, it's it's worth the yeah, the I would price definitely. For it. I'd give it a thumbs up, and and you can always go to the great land of Wally World and get it for ten dollars off because that's what I always do. You're right. You're right. I'm not afraid to throw it out there. I'm not going to shame blame anybody for for uh, getting it at the Wally World. <laughs> I'm not better than that. No, I'll no, do just, it. I'll be in line with you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold that ten dollars. You know. <laughs> Definitely looking forward to more from this. This is. Uh, I actually think. Um, I think I'd get the expansion stuff for it. Uh, I think it's going to be worth it. Good old tunnels of terror sounds like a uh, hollow scream section. It does. It sounds like yeah. I, I always get the the thought of like those little love boat things you ride to. Yeah. I don't know if that's uh, if that's anything. Remember, um, House of the Dead, like Overkill. It just sounds like a stage in that tunnels of terror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it looks like it's healthy. Like the game is going to be a pretty healthy state if they're going to come out with consistent content, which is great. That's what I want to see because I want to keep playing this mm-hmm. game. I, I really do mm-hmm. enjoy it. That is good. So now it's that time of the show where we give this code away that I just mentioned 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Due to my awful planning and, and lack of ability to, to structure a show properly. You just sniff that out, throw it at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, right at the beginning. It, it sound like it, like you know, like it don't fit in. Like I just cheaply cut it out and and like video editor. <laughs> yeah, you're talking to put it in between. We're talking about one thing, and then it's yeah. just like, hey, code giveaway, and just a little bit. And anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> but for whoever the three people that are listening are, your code for your free Pokemon is you, as in utilize. One, one, six, G, as in Gus, A, as in Assault, U, as in Utilize, 
This is the one I almost scratched the letter off, but I believe it's a J. <laughs> I believe it is. As in justice. Then justice. you got nine, five, S, S, K, G, eight, C. And that'll capture your free shiny Zamazenta. Zam Zamazenta. I need to enter my yeah. own code, actually. So no, I need to you know do what? that You're today. You're right. I need to also do that. So. Need to do it today. And if anybody that doesn't have a code, you can go to GameStop and they they give them away free all day. So yeah, don't during business hours. Have some. <laughs> certain certain ones. Check them out. They're they won't offer them unless you ask. Usually, you definitely got to go to the desk and uh, ask for that code. But they uh they will give it to you. But if but, not, enjoy that free one to whoever gets it. Somebody will get it. I'm going to enter it in myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I will. I'll look for that other code and see if we can give it on the next episode. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Because I mean, you can, you can only enter one. It's not like you can just stack these these codes. Yeah, yeah. Multiple. Which would be cool. Because then, then I would do like the virtual trade thing and, and, and be selling these things for like rares. <laughs> on the global trade system on Pokemon. Give me them other shinies. Which would it would destroy the market value of most things on there, but whatever. Yeah, then you would become that person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got like 14 of these posted shiny whatever's just posted I'd have on there. To, uh compare you as so random thing. Uh in the pop market, the Funko pop market, uh currently people are making an ungodly amount of fakes of the original uh, um, Scream uh, ghost face. Mm. Uh, they're putting out all these fakes of it because that pop is a, a rare one uh, and very, very expensive. Um, so people are trying to flood the market with these fake ones to drop the price of the the real ones and to also snag this like cash, you know, marking it down to like 40 or 50 bucks each. Gotcha. Compared to like a couple hundred. Usually when uh, a deal is too good to be true, then it's too big. It's usually too good mm-hmm. to be true. <laughs> so those, uh, fake stuff's real. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. <laughs> don't, be don't, that guy. don't sell fake ghost face. <laughs> <laughs> don't be that. <laughs> it's the same people that buy Mario Kart multiple times. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done it this time. It's still, yeah. it's still on my Wii U. So it was me. It was you. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Anyways, story number four. We got Jeff Keeley says there's going to be du- double digit uh, game announcements for the Game Awards of 2021. Mm-hmm. Don't mix it up, IGN. Yeah, they're still in this title that I got posted on here. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, Joseph at IGN says the Game Awards 2021 uh, ceremony will announce a double digit number of new games, uh, says creator and host Jeff, the Game Awards Keeley. Does he call himself that? I hope he don't call himself uh, that. Is that who he is? I've never heard that one. I never heard that either. The Game Awards wrestling Keeley. Wrestling name. <laughs> I don't even like it as a wrestling name. It's, not, it's just not good. The Game Awards. <laughs> Uh, in an extensive interview with former Kotaku and Polygon co-founder Brian Crescenti, shared on an Epic Games uh, site, 
Keely detailed what to expect from the show, which airs globally on December 9th from Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Keely showed that he expects the show to feature 40 to 50 games this year, some way or another, including games that are expected to release in 2022 and 2023. Uh, Keely noted that the show will be split about evenly between awards and game-related announcements and premieres. The Game Awards will also feature trailers for things that aren't games, including television shows or movies inspired by games. That could point to a potential uh, teaser trailer from one of the many video game ad- adaptations currently in production in Hollywood, such as Uncharted, The Last of Us for HBO, or something else entirely. The Game Awards 2021 will also include a live orchestra performance and celebrity guest appearances. We can only hope for more uh, Muppets since Keeley had since, or had guest appearances in Muppets Haunted Mansion. Despite the uh, familiar setup, the show will still employ various COVID safety protocols. Audience uh, capacity will be cut in half, and be invite only, and vaccines will be required. And attendees will be required to wear masks. So 40 of the 50 games uh, being, de- maybe not debuted, but featured, uh, what do you say? Is that is that believable? Or is that or are we talking about like double A, triple A, like a various indies, like everything thrown out right here? Yeah, I think it's going to be a big mix compared to what they had last year. I, I actually enjoyed last year's. I thought it was pretty solid what they showed. Um, I always look forward to it because they do showcase a lot of indie stuff. Uh, and and they showcase a lot of things that big games that are coming that you, like you haven't seen anywhere else. I'm trying to think last year, what was it that they showed? Was it the um, a couple of the PlayStation exclusives they showed? Oh man, what's the not the Final Fantasy one, but it, it was Project uh, uh, Project Aether. Yeah, they originally called it that, but it's uh, Forspoken. Forspoken. Yeah, yeah. I think that showed uh, last year. Um, yeah, just really you. solid stuff. I can, can pull it up. Yeah, hold on one second. I think we did an episode on it, actually. It's our very first episode. Was it? Yeah. Might. Did I forget? It's almost been a year anniversary. Oh, man. We old. Real old. Thanks for everybody for coming around and checking out stuff. Some of you that might still be here from the beginning. <laughs> Do appreciate it. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. So all you got right actually is uh, the, the who won the awards. I didn't have the uh, premieres. So. Well, complete letdown. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, really big build up. Real big build up. Big letdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this. Uh, I'm sure they're going to show some good stuff. Um, as for the Muppets, I demand that only the Swedish chef appear. Uh, if they're going to do a Muppet, it better be him. That's a great choice. Um, yeah. Really going to be a problem if the Swedish chef is not there. I think that's the only choice they could they could um, to choose, right? I don't know what else would satisfy. Honestly, the best Muppet. Sporkish, burgish, burgish. That reminds me of Bug Snacks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Bug Snacks. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited as well for Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I'm. I don't know. We like we don't know much about uh, what games are coming much past 2022. So you might see some some shockers there. Maybe some stuff coming out sooner too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to. I, I do believe they're probably going to show something about Uncharted and Last of Us both. 
uh, Last of Us. I'm excited to see what they what they're going to show off. Yeah, I think The Last of Us is probably getting pretty wrapped up. I, I want to say I've, I've read an article about uh, Neil Druckmann was done directing it already. I, mm-hmm. They wrapped on, on yeah. filming. I'm yeah, so sure. that's great. So we're already in post-production uh, or post-filming. So that would be great. That should be coming out probably mid mid to late, maybe next year. Nah, I would think so. Yeah, probably summertime, maybe maybe even spring if we're hopeful. Well, I'd give it like summer, something like That'll that. That'll be good. Uncharted should probably be around that time too. Yeah, I'm I'm not super excited for Uncharted. Uh, I'm gonna watch it uh, when it comes to like one of the streaming services, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out and be like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this Uncharted. Tom Holland will do great either way, and I'm sure it's going to be good. Yeah, I think Tom Holland would do good. Uh, some people made the argument that, like, uh, um, gosh, Mark Wahlberg actually probably would have made a better Nathan Drake just to his manliness uh, compared to Tom Holland, as he's a small, a smaller type build. Uh, they had small critiques like that. I don't think it's going to ultimately affect the quality of the film, of course, but... Uh, I, I didn't really play a whole lot of the Uncharted, so I don't know the storyline, so I'm not as involved with that. But The Last of Us, on the other hand, where I've played all the games and uh, the DLCs for those. Pretty excited to see what, what they could build on that world. This guy. I'm going to send you this. Um, how, mm, maybe not. <laughs> I was like, maybe this guy could have been a Nathan Drake, but now I'm starting to... I can guess myself. Just a, um, just a picture of Samuel Jackson. <laughs> uh, it's um, Dylan McDermott. Dermot? Dermot. Gotcha. You'll see his face. Yeah, his he face looks in, right. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that's who popped in my head. He was uh, a bunch of seasons of American Horror Story. What else has he been in? Uh, Law and Order... Was he in any other movies? I don't know. Like to him, his face made me think maybe he could have done it too. But Tom Holland's a really good actor, so yeah, I think he'll pull it off. On, yeah. yeah, I think people will probably he's gonna, he's gonna own that role. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know if they got any other featured things coming out. Oh, the Mario thing. Got the Mario thing. What else is coming out? Drawing blanks. Um, now. Maybe we'll see some more on Final Fantasy uh, 16. Um, yeah. What else would be big stuff that they haven't really shown? I mean, they could show more of the games that we just talked about, the Forspoken. Uh, yeah. Maybe what you you said, you had told me earlier in the week about uh, some Bug Snacks DLC, maybe. Yeah, that's coming out. Yeah. Something about that. Um, I'm sure some more Nintendo stuff. Hopefully Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter, um, uh, Bloodborne uh, Two or Bloodborne Remaster. Yeah, I don't. Um, know. I mean, maybe the remaster. I, I highly doubt Bloodborne Two. <laughs> one can hope. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I think that a lot of people would be like that place would go up in a riot if they showed Bloodborne Two. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they cut. They cut the. Uh, yeah, they they cut the amount of people there. So. That's true. There won't be as but much mass murder. They're, they're keeping up to protocol with everything because last year was all digital, which it wasn't bad last year either way. I mean, it was just uh, Jeff Keeley 
on stage talking, yeah. really. Yeah, I guess you can't really judge reactions uh, on an event like that when it's just digital. But. Maybe we can get Kojima there to show off something. Some abandoned gameplay? <laughs> <laughs> it's old, it's not him. <laughs> He's like, ha, I got you. I made this game this whole time. <laughs> you, you get out of here, Kojima. We called this <laughs> six months ago. <laughs> he pops out the floor <laughs> like freaking Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Smoking and fireworks. Yeah. It's Kojima with the iconic glasses of his. <laughs> Old school uh, Stone Cold entrance song, please. That glass breaks. Darn, <laughs> now. Yeah. That's when you know you are the pinnacle of your career when you can do that. You've hit it. That's it. That's the end of the road. So, number five. We'll <laughs> <laughs> leave that in the past. We got new Xbox exclusives from a city and then uh, Compulsion have seemingly leaked. Oh, so, I didn't even see this. I think you sent this to me. Or did I'm just I? Just kidding. I saw this. I think you <laughs> sent it to me. Or did I put did this I? on there? Don't, don't tell me that. No, you did. You did send me this. I'm pretty sure. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all brand new news. <laughs> that was like days ago. <laughs> but I can't I'd, be bothered. Uh, yeah, I can't, can't be bothered with this memory games of yours. <laughs> uh, Tom Ivan of VGC says details on two unannounced Xbox Game Studios exclusives have seemingly leaked. Titles in question are Obsidian's Pentiment and Compulsion Games Project and Midnight Windows Central reports. The former, which has been revealed by journalist Jeff Grubb, is reportedly being developed by a small team at Obsidian led by Fallout New Vegas and Pillars of Eternity director Josh Sawyer, who was also a design director on The Outer Worlds. So he just put three, he, he's worked on three outstanding games, so it's going to be great, whatever it is. Um, mm hmm. A plan for release in 2022 is said to be a murder mystery RPG in which players take a role of an investigator in the 16th century Europe. It will feature a branching narrative and won't be combat oriented. So that sounds That's like you're playing <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. call it Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> it's like uh, 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 the the yep I can words how uh, vamp vampire how that played. Mm. Was it vampire or was it vampire? Vampire. With a y. Vamp- I think Vampire. I think no, I think you're saying it right. Vampire. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like that. Just minus the combat. Minus which... the neck sucking. They took out a little bit of that neck sucking. <laughs> uh, they continue to say we happy few developer compulsion, which has acquired by Microsoft in 2018, is reportedly working on a third person action game set in a dark, fantastical world that plays home to a large and magical creatures. Uh, the single player coming and coming of age tale is said to have a gothic vibe and take inspiration from America's deepest South. I don't know how any of that makes sense. I don't, but I think I'm sold. It sounds good. Uh, gothic vibe with deep South uh, doesn't really go together to me, but Sherlock Holmes in uh, like Sher- <laughs> yeah, Sherlock Holmes wearing a flannel with yeah. uh, like some neck chokers on. <laughs> <laughs> Spiky bracelet. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's oh where gosh, that's 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 Mixing what the two best <laughs> styles together. I don't know how you get any uh, better pictorial than that. You know. <laughs> uh, so, how does this make you feel? Uh, being a big Xbox guy yourself, uh, compulsion 
and uh, Obsidian new games coming. Well, Pillars of Eternity was like one of my favorite games uh, when it released. I was super hard into that. Um, then Outer Worlds, great. Um, new Vegas, you know what? I missed out on that one for whatever reason. I've played like all the others. But why haven't I played one of the best ones? Yeah, no, I, I, I would make that claim myself, actually, that it is probably one of the best ones. And I'll say that knowing that, even though I haven't played it, it's very... Uh, a very big fan favorite it's good uh, so just from that i mean it, it sounds good murder mystery that's really a genre that's not really um what would you say utilized as much uh more so and it's an rpg at that too no it sounds good uh i want to see more games with like a mystery style to it because they don't have many of those nowadays Unless they bury it into some kind of like retardedly deep RPG mechanic or something. I don't want all that, but uh, if it's got some light RPG with it and, and you know, some mystery stuff to solve and stuff like that, I'm, I'm completely down. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like something a LA, different. like a LA noir kind of, kind of feel or something. Yeah. 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 I'm, I mean, I'm up for something different. Uh, I've been playing so many different things. Uh, recently more so than like your more common shooters or just um what the like mmo open world style games in general i mean it's been a lot of those recently uh and this is just um something different so i'm looking forward to that i'm, I'm game for that yeah sounds good uh, obsidian's a solid studio yeah they're actually becoming one of my more favorites uh when it comes to like a western rpg game so yeah, I think they're yeah. doing fantastic uh, designing those uh, the Outer Worlds being their latest. You can't go wrong with that. No, uh, and then what's the other one that's coming out? Uh, uh, Avowed, I think. Avowed, Avowed, yeah. I think that's the one. And that's supposed to be like a Skyrim kind of uh, take too. Not Maybe not the, not the setting, not the world, but that style like where it's very open and and you just do your thing. I think that's what I was reading. Yeah, from what the very little bit they showed, it looks uh, pretty solid. It does. I would uh, agree. And I trust them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they're just going to keep building on, the, on some of the great things that they're already capable of doing. So, Yeah, they did Outer Worlds great. That was like a, uh, from what people said, like a homage to uh, New Vegas, sort of. Just yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the comedy, the, the lighthearted stuff. Yeah, I never really compared it to New Vegas. I, I compared it to the Fallout series, but in New Vegas as particular from a city and studio, that makes sense to me now. Mm-hmm. It does that does jive pretty good. But yeah, I'm, t- I'm totally stoked to see uh, what they take on what they take. Actually, and, maybe we'll get some of that at uh, the Game Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might see some of this if it's already leaking. It's probably pretty close, and if they got a planned release for 2022, uh, now it's probably. I w- I kind of like to stick to a rule of like six months, like no more than six months. Don't mm-hmm. d- don't show me something six months out. Like, you know, like that's probably my max. Like, I'll be excited for that six months. I don't want to be excited for six months plus three years. Uh, that's too yeah. long. Too long. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, Dying Light 2. I'm sure they're going to show. I'm Dying sure there's going to be a section yeah. for that. Yeah. And I've seen some very- recent gameplay of that and it looks fantastic. The, the combat in the game looks freaking awesome. Those delays were worth it. I think so. I, I like. I'm pr- well. I think so. I haven't even played it. 
<laughs> it's more than likely. It's I always am, worth I it. But very certain. <laughs> very certain. <laughs> See, you, sir, got an Elden Ring code, but me, <laughs> I got a, a dying light code. No. <laughs> Little did they say it was for the first game, but <laughs> it was still great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't like when they make us wait. Uh, like, I'd rather just not know. Like, I don't need to know a game's coming out four years from now. Like, I just don't care. You know, that's just my take on it. Like, like we know Grand Theft Auto 6 and Skyrim and, or not Skyrim, Elder Scrolls 6. All that stuff's coming. Like, I don't need to know anything until we're, like, there. Like, they did. Yeah. I, th- I think one of the reasons Guardians of the Galaxies did so well was because it came out, like, what, within, like, three months of its reveal? At least it, it might not even been that much. It was it, it was pretty quick. Yeah, people don't get a you don't even get to scrutinize the trailer. Like like you don't get to break it down or anything. You just jump in there and you just like wow the game's out. I'm just gonna go buy it. I'm not gonna even like I'm not gonna soak on it for like months and months and months. Yeah, they didn't yeah. overly show things. Yeah, I think and it you, did well. Yeah, you can get hyped for something. Then I think that you you get so hyped for it like you just you get tired of seeing it at some point like you just don't even yeah, want to yeah. play it and i th- i think that's what kills a lot of the like these big games like let's just not let's just not do that like just tell me 6 months out that this is coming out and if you can give me 3 months give me a 3 month notice and i'll be even more excited for it yeah doesn't give you that time to build up this expectation in your head that's not real <laughs> yeah it's not real yeah absolutely so that you get in and be mad at everything because it's not how you've been picturing it for the past two years. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But something you might not have to wait any longer for, or as long, Fable 4 for story number six. It might be releasing a little sooner than expected, says Logan Moore at Comic Book. This is fit. Fable 4 may be releasing sooner than many of the fans have initially expected. Xbox and Playground Games' forthcoming reboot of uh, Fable series was revealed last year in 2020, but since that time, no additional news on the project or its release window has been given. Luckily, thanks to a new bit of information that has come about from one developer working on Fable, it looks like the latest installment in the long-running RPG series could be getting close to completion. According to a recent tweet from one Tom Golton, who is the lead engineer at Playground, the new game in the Fable series has been in development for four years at this point. Golden shared a picture that celebrated his own anniversary joining the company and in a process noted that the Fable has been in works for this period of time. The way in which the tweet tells us that Fable might be releasing sooner than expected is because, well, four years is quite a long time for the game to be in development. While much of the work on the project that has done over the period of time was surely pre-production, Fable as a whole is something that will be clearly been getting worked on within Playground games for longer than we may have thought. As such, there's a great chance that it could become the Xbox Series X and PC within the coming year or two. At this point in those Playground Games and Xbox Game Studios haven't committed to the launch window of any sort of the new Fable title. In fact, the project as a whole has largely been very secretive outside the initial trailer that we saw to confirm its existence. Going off to the new information from Golden, though, it seems to be quite possible that we should start to learn a whole lot more about Fable within the coming year. So this is right kind of like jiving what I was just saying earlier. You know, they're saying this game, Fable 4, is within a year or two, which I think is putting it pretty optimistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if the game's been in production for four years, uh, probably a year of that's probably pre-production planning, story boards, and stuff like that to get the game where that should be to design. I'm still saying, like, I don't, I don't see this game coming out till like, 
at least holiday at 2023. What do you say? That's what I was going to say, at least 2023. I don't see the point in them trying to rush it when they said it might not even be on this generation of consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's they can't take their word that far back, right? Like, it's going to be right. a while. It's going to be a while. I mean, somebody made that claim just for the fact that they know that it's not going to be ready in 2022. I think there's that's not even a realistic take on this. Uh, unless there's something happening in that studio that we don't know about, and maybe the game isn't as vast as what we may think it is, or maybe it's a lot linear and shorter, enjoyable experience. We don't we don't know anything about this Fable game, and it could be any of those things. So. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's possible. I, fi- I find it unlikely since Fable carries the Xbox team pretty strongly uh, as well. It's just like almost like a a Halo to them or a Forza. Uh, Fable yeah, that's def- our other big, yeah, big one. Fable carries a lot of weight in the Xbox uh, game verse over there. So if they were to blow it at this point on a fable game, I mean, not saying Xbox is in, in deep water with anything, uh, for Forza horizon five, uh, debuted and, and did extremely well. Uh, Halo is coming out, uh, this December. Then next year they're getting the co-op campaign and some other additions to that as well. So they got two exclusives out, uh, some content plan for 2022. Uh, I don't see a, I don't see a need for fable in 2022. Uh, so I, I definitely don't see this happening within the next I year honestly, or two. I believe that that uh, uh, there there's going to be a gear six in 2022. I do believe that. Um, so I imagine Fable will be into the next year because uh, it's been long enough now that uh, Gears Five has come out, and I I didn't uh, play that one, but a lot of the uh, friends of mine that did said it kind of left on a cliffhanger. Hmm. Uh, it, it it showed a lot of stuff that there will be another one. So I'm, I have a good feeling that'll be this year coming up and then Fable will be after that. I don't see them rushing. They they don't need to rush this. It needs to be, needs to have that original feel as uh, the first couple games uh, with which just new everything. I mean, even if they keep that similar graphic style, just updated, I'm still fine with that. Uh, Fable has its own feel and own look anyway that's specific to that yeah fable had that that weird almost like realistic cartoony look it was yeah it's, it's like this weird like dark realistic kind of like industrial almost borderline steampunk. gothic look steampunkish yeah but it's very I, I i'm absolutely a huge fan of the fable series so i'm i don't even want to see them rush this i didn't even need like I get it and knowledge in that it exists, but maybe even this story, like yet again, I don't need to know <laughs> right now that fable is coming out in 2023, 2022, according to this article, uh, which I completely don't agree with, but I'm still saying bare minimal end of 2023. I think that's as soon as you're going to see this game. Yeah. There's going to be delays. If not, they'll give it a date and then it'll delay it into there anyway. Yeah, but it's a long, long ways away from now. So, but it is good that they're making it. It is, it is nice. It is, yeah. So uh, I know, yeah, big, big launch in Starfield next year too. So there's no, there is no space for uh, Fable at the end of next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that was Starfield coming out, uh, that's going to take all the real estate uh, for that. And after Starfield, they'll be going full, full steam ahead for. 
to finishing up Elder Scrolls Six. Yep. Um, there, uh, what they said is it's not. Um, there's also uh, ideas of a Fallout Five. It's definitely not in the works, but they've definitely talked about it uh, recently. I know it was brought up in uh, one or two articles. Yeah, but they have said it's, it's not anywhere near. <laughs> Not anywhere near going to to work. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the series that they could really hold off on due to having Fallout seventy six kind of bringing a little bit more success than when it did when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of kills that urge, I guess. I'm, I'm sure people always crave more newer Fallout, of course, but uh, that world's been existing in our time a lot more frequent than uh, Elder Scrolls or. You know, the new IP of Starfield. And uh, I, did, I did read something about uh, Bethesda. And the reason, you know, they had it, they took the bullet on putting Elder Scrolls out just because they they didn't have, so they launched uh, Fallout 4 and uh, they didn't have an opportunity to create their own new world is what they wanted to do, like a new IP with all new stuff because they've been stuck between Elder Scrolls and Fallout uh, for years. You know, that's all they created. Uh, there was no other, there was no opportune time for them to create a new IP besides the window between Fallout 4 and Elder Scrolls 6 uh, without them being like tied up for another six years or whatever. So they took that opportunity to create Starfield, which I think is going to be a massive critical success. I think it's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But, you know, that yeah. did sacrifice the, the production on Elder Scrolls 6 and Fallout 76. Uh, obviously, like some of that didn't go as planned either. But, you know, I think um, uh, I think that just the success of Skyrim itself uh, and how it's held up over the years and then the mods to it uh, and just their constant running support over 10 years for the game that helped out a lot, too, to to give a lot longer for, you know, them to even work on and plan out uh, Elder Scrolls six. Yeah. No, I think it's going to work. I think it's going to work even better for them that they did it this way. Uh, n- now they got a new whole brand new world out in the world uh, when Starfield drops and people are still going to get Elder Scrolls six this this generation. So. So I don't even know what to do with either of those. I mean, yeah. Right there. That's, something. Yeah, that's that's an Xbox seller for me right there. Starfield would be an Xbox seller and Fable. Fable would be the other one. Uh, that would get me to purchase an Xbox. But it's gonna be good. It's gonna be, be good, good for you. Yeah, then but you got other games. You know, Obsidian's coming Obsidian's coming out with that avowed game that looks fantastic. Uh all these Western RPG games are usually put out by studios that's owned by Zenimax. And uh it's hard to turn those down because they're 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 literally some of my favorite games like that they put out. So I'm gonna have to eventually sway the tides and uh, try to balance my gameplay between two systems once again. Gonna be tough. It is tough, but either way, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. But that's basically all I have on the document here. Any final thoughts, comments, concerns there, sir? Ooh, maybe. Um, did I just have something and I closed out all my tabs because I'm the worst? <laughs> Talked about that. Though. Um, no, <laughs> I want to say uh, <laughs> want to say that's it for me too. Yeah, cleared out the cleared out the queue. Yeah, 
think we're I think we're good. Uh, we we crammed a lot of a lot of stuff in here. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we got all your Elden Ring thoughts, which is fantastic. <laughs> 30, 30 minutes of Elden time. Ring thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one one more thing, real small. Uh, I haven't uh, downloaded it yet, but apparently Twitch is now available on your Switch. Twitch on Switch. Oh, that's pretty is. cool. That should run fine. That probably actually look good on the OLED. Yeah. With the little kickstand, you know? No, not even little kickstand. Big big boy kickstand. Oh, big boy kickstand. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best things they did to it. Yeah. I used it the other day. Uh, I was drinking some coffee and I was scrolling through the Nintendo store. And I propped it up. It was nice. Yeah, that's how I've been uh, using it out in the other room a little bit lately. Nice kickstand. I'll, I'll hold props to him. There, there is speculation. I guess I'll throw in here at the end because nobody's listening to this part. But uh, <laughs> there is a speculation of a Nintendo Switch Two uh, coming out, possibly the end of next year. Uh, don't know what that means for anybody. Uh, and I also heard that Nintendo Switch games will also not be compatible to, to work in it. So, like a new system. Yes, that's that's how I take it. Uh, I don't I don't see that happening. Uh, I think it's I'm gonna need you to slow down. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's gonna be a thing. I think there's plenty of life still in the switch. Uh, I think they do need I do need to to bump up the. I think they need a switch pro, uh, something to to bump up the specs on some of these games because some of the games just don't run well or they take way too long to load. They just need convenience of life uh, improvements. Yeah, uh, I mean, for, for they, the software. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Update that software to be able to run a little harder. But yeah, certain game. I think they could milk another two years with a, oh, with a pro model, two or three years with a pro model to get get that out. And uh, but there is word of a Nintendo Switch Two, which uh, obviously that's you know obviously every company's working on a new console. PlayStation, and Xbox working on a new console right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I don't know what that means for anything. Just throwing it out there that it, uh, the word is circulating. But I'm going to be very content with just my OLED for quite some time. Because all I play is like indie games anyway. So. True. <laughs> Stardew Valley looks great. On, it looks great. Uh, yeah. Uh, my time, of course. Give me that chocolateer. Yeah, the, cho- the Haunted chocolateer. That's going to be on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. That needs to be on the Switch. Yeah, that'll be a great addition. Uh, I did want to fire up some other things on there. Uh, I did want to go back and do some 3D Mario stuff. Uh, I didn't play much of that. I think that'll look great on the OLED. Uh, yeah. And some other things. I did want to go back and play. I, I did see that the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Aspire uh, port edition for the Switch is now out. So you can play that. That's uh fourteen ninety nine. That's a good good price for a great game, mm-hmm. which uh, I've been on the fence about. But they are remaking that game, so I don't know if I want to replay the old one. And uh, I think I want to go in forgetting all of it and play the, the brand new one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like re-experience that whole story again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it is on there. That was... Ready to go. <laughs> which one was that one you said? What name was it? Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. KOTOR, the okay. first one. How did I hear Slay the Spire? Slay the Spire? I was like, <laughs> man, the new Slay the Spire? Oh, man. 
then yeah, I started talking about some other stuff, and you're like, I don't know what that's he's talking about. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Nice old, old Republic. But yeah, that that's that's awesome too. Yeah, that's that's gonna be sure. good. Yeah, so I don't know when the new one's coming out. I'm not sure. I need to look that up. That's gonna be exciting. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They're remaking that. Yeah, they're remaking Knights of the Old Republic. That uh, they're they're saying it's out. Not the remake. That's what it's saying. Get out of here. <laughs> it says it's out. It was out on the 11th. Knights of the <laughs> Old Republic. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. This is the Nintendo Switch one. But you get the remake on PS5. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Now, it announced it in the 2021 Fall Showcase. That was one of the games. That's the one I want. That one right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that right there. <laughs> Never there. Yeah. Other exciting Star Wars news. Uh, the Obi-Wan... Uh, series on Disney Plus just got a teaser trailer. Uh, they're they're bringing uh, bringing back uh, Hayden Christensen as uh, Darth Vader. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, it's gonna pick up. It looks like it's gonna pick up uh, right when um, Kenobi beats uh, Anakin Skywalker. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, for episode three and in, in, in what in twenty twenty five twenty twenty five two thousand five. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty zero five. Yeah. yeah, they spoiled that movie when uh they made episode what six. <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, they did. Luke, the I'm original. Your, I'm your father. <laughs> Whoa! Big spoiler. What are you? What are you doing? They, they spoiled a future movie like forty years ago. <laughs> You're out of control. Anyways, uh, that is what was I saying? Oh, it's going to pick up right after episode three, I do believe. Whereas he's delivering little baby Luke Skywalker when they split the twins up. I don't know how familiar you are with the story of Star Wars, but it looks like it's going to pick up after that. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It looked good. And they had like a little uh, comic drawn teaser art of uh, Obi-Wan fighting Darth Vader. So that's that might be something. Might be something. I don't know. That could be exciting. But maybe it's just me excited. I don't know. True. <laughs> could be it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Disney Plus Day was uh, the other day. Uh, as well, you can watch the new Shang-Chi, I think is what it was, from Marvel. Uh, is now up on Disney Plus. Uh, what else was is it? Is it? Yeah. And I highly oh. recommend watching Jungle Cruise with The Rock in it. Uh, the Dwayne, <laughs> The Rock Johnson. Because that, that movie is freaking hilarious. We watched that the other night. Later tonight, then. Yeah, you should totally. You should like. You can sit down and watch uh, Jungle Cruise all together. It's pretty funny. It's got a lot of good kickers, and The Rock is. He's great. He's great in that movie. Yeah, maybe we'll do that for a family one. I want to watch Shang Chi. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, yeah. I I I won't do that as a family one. I'm not sure on what the content of that movie is, but there's a lot of people (laughs) getting punched in the face. I'm sure. Hey, that's what we need. But yeah, yeah, you won't be able to not laugh at that Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Good, I'll check that out. Yeah. And maybe we'll watch that later. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely a way to end the night. Really well done, too. I like the the storyline of it. It was good. I like those adventure kind of like movies like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're out like looking for something in some uncharted territory, you know? It's kind of 
kind of the mood. But uh, I think that's all I got. I'm done rambling, I guess. <laughs> Don't worry, I took up 30 minutes of rambling about being terrible. So, <laughs> and we did talk about our uh, was it DPI on the mouse for yeah. for a little bit too. Yeah, it's a completely unnecessary conversation. I'm sure. Like a whole new world. Whole new world. Yeah. I bet you you probably won't have one wrist ache after uh, you're you're done playing. You just bump it up True. to nine thousand. I'm gonna slowly do it each day. I don't know about that. You're really progressing a little fast, buddy. I think you should dial it back. <laughs> like, yeah, all or nothing. Like once a week, you know, just you just bump her up 500 DPI and ride it out. Next thing you I know, you'd be... You, thousand, Joe. Yeah, there you go. Put it on that 16,000 and then just ride it out. <laughs> well, you're just moving the mouse with your brain at that point because you don't even see your wrist flinch. <laughs> wow. So your brain juice is like uh, using the NFC communication with the computer to uh, <laughs> designate that the proper mouse placement. You fancy. <laughs> uses fancy. Hmm. <laughs> but I think that's all we got. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. And you can always find us on Patreon.com where you can get the show ad free. And you can support the show because we, you know, we like that support. Mm-hmm. We got uh, uh, we got lots of big brain stuff in the in the what's what's the word writing room yeah yeah Thinking pot definitely some things in the board brain. we got a lot in the in the in the works uh, drawing board uh, per se yeah uh, some new new content going to be coming out uh, hopefully soon uh, by I think we'll have some time around Christmas to really crunch on it too we're in a, yeah starting yeah. to get back to a regular schedule of things where. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should plan on New Year, new stuff. New Year, new stuff, man. You know. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe we'll have something special for our one year anniversary episode. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we could plan it out. That's that's not even on the, the drawing board yet. What are you doing, man? No. <laughs> Oops. Uh, redact that. Redact it. Redact it. Yeah. You point like all anime. Like, yeah, or uh, turn it into like one of the spooky games and make it uh, sounds like. <laughs> yeah i've been playing a lot of inscription lately by the way excellent excellent game yeah. super really good and the running for like game of the year stuff for me so far it's so out there hey that's some indie game uh holding yeah, it out indie uh, game. Mm-hmm. game of the year yeah or at least best indie game uh best uh, indie game of the pretty, year <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty up there yeah yeah i do i do want to check that out myself uh i think the once I get caught up on some of these other purchases that I made on Steam, uh, I'll probably probably do that. I'm almost done Gas Station Simulator, I think. Mind so, blown. So, yeah, I really got to flick uh, back and forth between genres because I, I play it out too 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 fast, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, until next time. Take care. Bye. <laughs>